0: Hello, welcome to episode 162. Thanks for rocking with this podcast, for being part of the fam. If this is your first time ever listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure you join our warm, fuzzy corner of the internet on Instagram. We're at Legally Clueless Africa. That's our username as well on TikTok. And you can also, if you love Twitter, use the hashtag Legally Clu- Ow. Oh. <laughs> I'm so clumsy. Anyway, use the hashtag Legally Clueless if you're going to chit-chat about the podcast on Twitter. There's links to our Insta and our TikTok in the show notes. Ooh, check out our YouTube channel as well. It's pretty awesome. There are... Two new videos of our tour in Dubai, part one and part two that you really need to check out. And of course, more awesome videos. These are video series. You will enjoy it. All right. Swerving back to this episode. Here's what's coming up.
1: So before I came to Dubai, I was doing biashara like promotions. So I got a job in a PlayStation shop and the guy tells me, are you here to drop the uniform? And I'm like, no, I've come for the interview. And he laughed and he said, didn't you get the memo? And I was like, what's the memo? He said, we only want light skins. He said, you need to know this Nairobi. And you're a lady, you just don't get a job like that. I called my sisters who are now in Dubai. I'm like, hey, can you please loan me this amount? You need to pay rent. And you're used to borrow money. Niki social media, I see someone is bowling on them too. I text them. I'm like, hey, can you please help me with this? I remembered my sister wamekwakini push. Come to Dubai, come to Dubai.
0: That's Patricia, awesome woman we met while on tour in Dubai. And her story is coming up a little later in this episode. Let me just report myself nice and early. I do not have a song of the week this week. I I don't know. I think my mood is just a bit off. And you know, if you're somebody who discovering music or listening to music is a huge part of your routine, when that gets thrown off, you're just like, what's going on? (laughs) Am I okay inside? And I didn't want to just like pick a random song and share with you. And then I remembered I'd gotten a DM from someone who listens to the podcast. And they were like, hey, I've just discovered your podcast. I've gone through a bunch of episodes. And here's a song that I think you might like. And then I can't find the DM. (laughs) And I think it was a French song. And I'm really in like my French song zone. (sighs) I'll find it before next, I'll find that message, man, before the next episode. Fingers crossed. All right, so since there's no song, before we jump into 100 African stories, I wanted to share two things. The first one is something I'm learning and have been learning for the last couple of weeks, which is the importance of solitude. I do not think I have heard myself this clearly In a very long time. I attribute that to just like not being around people. And just intentionally trying to be comfortable with being solo. I think sometimes we fill up our spaces with noise. One, maybe because we are too scared of disconnecting too scared of what we'll find too scared of being you know alone with our thoughts and our demons or maybe it's based on things that we've experienced in our past that makes us fear solitude but honestly like I mean all of those things are true like the (laughs) having to face your thoughts and your demons that's true but I'm I'm hearing myself. I was telling one of my therapists that the last time I heard myself this clearly was just before my mom died. And I had really filled my life with like a lot of noise. You know, sometimes when when I say noise, it's so easy to point out socially... labeled bad noise okay so for example if my noise was me constantly going clubbing or like to the bar drinking or etc it would have been very easy to point that out because it would be like what's happening with this chick <laughs> it's a bit too much and it's out there and you can see it but sometimes the noise is socially acceptable so it's very hard to pick out that it's noise Unless you get very uncomfortable. You as the person. I think the latter was the case for me. So now I'm like finding my voice. I'm remembering the things I loved. I'm setting up boundaries. Eh, hey, that one is a tricky one. I, you know, I've low-key been thinking. I need to do an episode on boundaries. And just like, how do you how do you set up boundaries? It is not easy. And even... But I don't know, that will come in, in another episode. But back to the solitude thing, it's it's silent enough for me to even hear what I'm still carrying from the past, you know? And the one thing that kind of does for me is that honestly, by confronting these things, I can only truly be unlocking a more conscious, a more powerful version of myself. So on the days where I'm a bit yeah. to the point where I can't even like figure out a song of the week I think that's where I go where I'm just like babe this is going to birth a very powerful version of you so like you know just kind of ah push through it that's one I don't know if that message speaks to you maybe this is your sign to just intentionally disconnect and in doing so reconnect with yourself. But the second thing I wanted to share was just what I've learned is I'm going to be a bit more open in my relationships, in my yeah relationships with the people I care about. And this I've been thinking about maybe just today because it, it only occurred to me yesterday and I had a very long conversation with somebody who's super close to me and... At a point, the conversation got very heated because I opened up about something. Now, I run away from any sign of conflict. I'm just like, yeah, count me out. I'll never defend myself, never share my side of things. Nah, nah, nah. I just want there to be no... <laughs> Please, just get used to my sound effects. Eh? Yeah, so, but we were able to like have such a beautiful conversation, even though in the bits where I felt like, is this conflict? I wanted to just like run, but I I stuck it through. And, you know, the end of, well, the end of the heated (laughs) bits, they told me that they're always in my corner and they'll always have my back, which I, I think for them in that moment was just like, I mean, they definitely mean it, but I don't think they knew. I don't think even I knew how badly I needed to hear that because sometimes when you're like disconnecting you what what I found that I've also done is like I've boarded up and locked out quite a few people and I don't know if it it almost happened like subconsciously you know like just like kicked people out (laughs) Ah. then you when you kick them out, you automatically think nobody's there for you. Nobody's in your corner. And you're like, you know what? That's just how it is, you know? And hearing this these words was so... It was like a hug. You know, have you ever had those really bad days and you just need a hug? it was a hug I never knew I needed I think for me now it's just to I mean I'm not gonna always every time like you talk to your friend be like hey I love you (laughs) or maybe I will I don't know but like just to be very open about my feelings one because I don't know if that's the kindness that this person I care about needs to hear in that moment and two even when my feelings are like hey you know, you do do this and this, and this is how it affects me. Be able to share that and also be able to receive that from others. That last bit I am still working on. And <laughs> I just wanted to share those two things. That's where I'm at this week. Anyway, let's let's jump into a hundred African stories. As I said earlier, this story is from our tour. In Dubai, which was absolutely fantastic. And we got to meet this brilliant young lady with awesome energy. Her name is Patricia. And I'm so touched because she took time from her hectic schedule. Let me tell you if you're sitting here thinking that your friends or family who are in Dubai are just like living it up, having a good time, most people work some very crazy shifts, shifts that are just hard to comprehend. So when she took time off of work to come to us so that we could record her I, I really value that and, and Dennis whose story you had episode before last he did the same like I really really appreciate that they did that for us and Patricia's story is really around the grits needed in hustling and of course this is part one part two will come out in next week's episode a hundred African stories on legally clueless. Stories from Africa.
1: I'm Patricia. I'm from Kenya. Nairobi, Nairobika. I come from a family of five. I'm the fourth born. We are four girls and then one boy. So me and the baby girl, the smallest. <laughs> so before I came to Dubai, at first I was staying with my mom after high school and then I was doing Biashara Apa like promotions. Mm. I used to get my friend telling me, please come and stay with me at my mom's place, uh, at her workplace. And at the end of the day, she'll give us like 200 bob and tell us, see you your lunch. So it used to excite us because pesa too. it's just buying tops, clothes, keeping up, credit, And then when the real things started hitting, like you need to get a job, when you find your, the people you used to go to school with, women's kazi. some of them are in school. So that's when you decide, okay, I need to find a job. So I got a job in a PlayStation shop. I used to sell snacks like hot dogs, smokies, coffee. And uh, later on, I took the business and it was mine. But it didn't last that long, but it was worth it. I came out knowing how to sell, to make samosas. So I used to make samosas from home and I come and sell them there. I used to make yogurt. I used to make like juice. So, and that was in twenties. 16 and then after that so the guy who had employed me I'll have to give up the business that's when I took over and then after like a few months when he saw okay she's doing good so he said I need the space I need to put one more playstation so I said okay I'll just hand it over to him I'll find something else to do and that's when I started focusing on the promotions, the gigs. I used to go promote for DJs. Like, we go to the club. We were doing some silly requests. You just go to the table. People are drunk. And when they see a young lady at Yanawa Approach, and you're dancing with them, and then you say, if you want me to request a song from a DJ, from the DJ, just write it down and we'll take it. It was fun. Mm. It was nice. But again, it stopped. And uh, at that time, I was dating someone who was, comfortable with me being home and he was providing. When I was staying with him, once in a while, Napata Promotions is uh, to go and do promotions, but it wasn't. he wasn't comfortable with it because I used to work during the night. And you're working in a club and all that. But at least you used to, we used to have something like some top up for the rent. You used to, if I need money to do something, I don't need to keep on asking all the time. And then... One day we were reporting to work and these guys told us, uh, unfortunately for now, we have to take an agency to recruit you guys. We can't just keep on calling you and you just appear and then you come with your friend. We need like an agency. So I will recommend you you go to this building and then you do the interview. If you pass, we'll continue taking you. So we go there and the guy tells me, Are you here to drop the uniform? And I'm like, No, I've come for the interview and he laughed like on my face and he said didn't you get the memo? And I was like, what's the memo? He said, we only want light skins. Yeah, like he told it to my face and I was like, what? He said, yeah, we only want light skins and uh, someone who has like a nice body, if you understand what I mean. And in my head, I'm like, no, because I used to be tiny. When he told me that, I was like, no way. So I called my friend, I told her, you know what? These people, they said they want only light skins. I said, no, don't worry, we'll find another company. So she recommended me to some guy. I went for the interview. And in Kenya, like it's so hard to get a job, especially if you're a lady and you don't have like a background because I don't have any background. Like nothing. So I went and the guy was like, so the only job I could get at that time was only promotion jobs. So he told me, yeah, I will take you. But he didn't like ask so many questions. But you, my what kind of promotions? Because I went with like a list. I've done this. I was working with this company, and people knew if you are working for this uh, promotion, like Heineken, they know. Okay, this lady is work. All, like they're high class. You have chances. So he didn't ask me all those questions, and then he said, "So after here, where are you going?" I said i'm going home he said can you wait for me outside i said yeah so i was waiting thinking maybe you'll give me an answer and then i just got tired it was almost i'm waiting there almost two hours and then he called me he tells me i think you didn't really need this job i asked him why he and he was like because i told you to wait for me and you went and i was like were you supposed to give me an answer that i'm hired or not or what do you mean i don't get it he said, you need to know this is Nairobi, and you are a lady, you just don't get a job like that. And I was so shocked. In the bus, in the matatu, I was just going like, so what does he mean like, when he says that? So I asked my friend, what does this guy mean? And she said, Patricia, you need to cheer up, this is Nairobi. Like, if you want something, you need to give something. You just can't get a job like that. And that's the moment I just gave up. I said, you know what, I'm not looking for any job. I'm not even trying. If I get a job, fine. If I don't get a job, it's okay. I went home. I told my boyfriend at that time that this is what's happening. This is what I was told. And Akaneambia, I don't know why you're stressing yourself to get a job because at the end of the day, he used to get paid and he will bring all the money home. So I will pay all the bills. I will do the shopping. And then he will just take a certain amount of money and do his stuff. And then we continued like that. He was into music and it came a point... His music career was, okay, his music was not going as he wanted, so Akanzako feel like he's focusing so much on work than focusing on his music. So he started, Kidogo not go drifting from work. Of course, someone, if you're working for someone, they will feel like you're not serious about job. And he will start giving him like, kujikazi, why are you not doing this? And he got pissed off and he said, you know what, I resign. I quit. And in my mind, I'm like, you can't be serious. Hello, we are staying in a house. It was a bed-sitter. <laughs> it was small, but at least we had a roof on our head. We had a place to sleep. It was our home. Like, I felt this is our home and I'm not ready to give, to give it up. So I went back to the streets. I started looking for promos. I got here and there a few gigs and all that. And I was a go-getter. So me anything I see, you know, na this one I can sell it. If I sell like a lip like this one, I'll be like, what if I just buy like twenty lip bums? Ni a lip balm. Come market ni a hundred a hundred bob. I can just do it for eighty. Eighty is fine, and I know people will get it, will buy because it's cheaper. But biashara I ikubaliani na it. So I call my sisters who are now in Dubai. I'm like, hey, can you please loan me this amount? We need to pay rent. We need to do this. He he used to go at a attempts to work. He used to work with in his dad's uh, farm. So we somehow managed. And then I said, you know what? I need to challenge myself. From bedsitter, Patricia Akasema will go to a be- one-bedroom. A one-bedroom, first of all, bedsitter, I We used to be like, <laughs> rent is overdue. Tunafungiwa wa mlango. But the caretaker was our friend. So he used to open the door for us. And then at 6, 6.30, before 7, we used to wake up, go inside the washroom, or just, you stay in bed, don't move, because, our oh, agents, wana kuja. And they used to knock the door, ama wanafungua dirisha Then it used to be so humiliating, but ni you know what? As much as we could not manage to pay the bedsitter, I'll challenge myself, and we go to a one-bedroom. And the moment we moved to a one-bedroom, I got a job offer to sell suits and so I went for the interview with these guys and they were paying me, they told me oh, we will only pay you 4k and I was like 4,000 can you make it at least 5,000 because or at least 6,000 and they said no 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 you have, it's either you take it or leave it. So I was like okay and so and then they said you know what shop on because they are two 1,000 it'd be 5,000 and I, since I didn't have a choice, I said what to do let me just take it but two days later i got another call from one lady and she told me because uh, you are looking for a job so my friend she has a utensils shop she used to import things from dubai and when i hear dubai i just remember my sisters nearly life Naishi. as i thought nikasema <laughs> this one i have to go because it seems legit mm. so i went and she told me 10000 i said 10000 yes i take it Like this, twice the salary I'm getting from these guys, and it was two days later. So I went to this uh, lady's shop, and she was telling me how the shop is doing well, which everyone was telling me there, but things were super expensive. Like Mm -hmm. I've never seen a plate; you buy four plates, seven k. As in, I was getting, I was like, seven thousand, even when. Clients come or customers come to buy, I'm not confident to promote it because 'Cause I'm like, at a minimum be seven thousand, I will not even buy it. (laughs) So why do I need to convince someone to buy seven thousand? So someone will tell me, How much is the plates? I'm like, um, it's a bit expensive. It's ten K. Some people will feel offended because they're like, What do you take me for? Some people are like, Yeah, it's expensive. I mean to start discussing Mm and then I can and like, oh, was a customer, <laughs> it's so expensive. You can actually go to River Road and you'll find the same plate, not the same quality, but the same plates you'll find even better. And you'll have so many options, and it's cheaper. You go to Nairobi and you come back, you haven't even spent more than three thousand. Job, and then she had to close the shop because. There's no sales. People are saying it's expensive. She's paying rent, very expensive, and all that. But the only good thing I came out from that place with first of all, it's her. She was amazing. She was so lovely. And I met someone who was like a father, like a brother, like an uncle at a how How can explain it? So, five months later, I contacted this guy. I'm like, oh, by the way, I was just going through my uh, wallet. Nikon, no, your name says. You're working in a particular place and you're high-end, like, when into mkubo in that company. So I was thinking, can you help me, like, get a loan? And I was like, yeah, just come to my office and we'll discuss it. Niliwa like, okay, this guy, no. But let me try my chance. I hope he doesn't want anything else apart mm-hmm. from just to help me because I honestly need someone who can take me out of this misery because it's too much. We are staying in a one-bedroom to make a steamer a mm-hmm. maji, so, nyumba ni minangoja sande, sasa nyake ya kwa yuko around, anavuta pipe all the way from ground floor to CG6 floor, uko jum. Mm-hmm. So, pipe ina pita hivi, watu wa pipe ndo <laughs> And then they see you slain, unatoko, You know, so it was so embarrassing to a point. Nikasama, let me just take my chances. Because already on this other side, nimeomba mom do. I think mom, I registered her to all the applications in Kenya. Za kukopa I used to tell her, oh mom, nime on another advertisement. Kuna an application, can you please try uaneka wata And then she'll tell me, oh, wame loan. Ah, okay. Well my how much five thousand? So she had two five and then I will pay later on end month in Italipa na interest. And she's like, Okay. I'm sure. Mama, I'm sure one of I used to like press her kilo akati and then when she tells me, you know, uh, your sister may need to me, a pesa. And I'm like, oh, I'm extremely sang up. And I used to borrow money. Niki ingia social media, I see someone is bawling, no namtu. Maishi na kai I text them, I'm like, hey, can you please help me with this? And it was, it was that bad. At the end of the day, my boyfriend at 10, he knew I'm hustling. As in, what to pesa, but he didn't know how serious it was. Juye, he will just ask his family and they will give. It will be a struggle yes. Juanona. when nona. you have a lady staying with you, so you need to like... Get yourself together and enjoy life, anywhere it's going. And this is two years later of me staying home as in. Nahasolapa napale pata pesa kidogo and then sina kazi. Sina atimali. I'm waking up at 8. Ati, I have a 8 to 5 AM, uh, p.m. job. I don't have. So we let go of the house. We go stay with the in laws. We stay with the in laws. It's nice. It's a nice house, nini. But at first, the first few months, you feel it's okay because every now and then, nilkwana toka kidogo. Then two places. My sisters, no, piggyasimu and tumia katao. At least, dukiwana 1000. At least, she's doing something. And then, I think we stayed there for almost one year. So, uh, I was talking, sorry. I was talking about this guy I met. So I went to the bank and he told me, I'll, I was checking your bank account, you've taken a few loans and you've paid. Because that time I took the other biashara in the PS shop. And he said, yeah, I'll help you. I'll help you get a loan, but what do you want to do? So me and my sister, we came up with this idea. I, I Most of the time people ask me. If I can, because she used to sell toys for kids in birthday parties, my firstborn sister. And she said, so I'm thinking we get a, we combo a bouncing bar, a bouncing castle and then I'll be renting it out. So you take it from people, 1k, but 2k, you rent it out at 3k. You have a, a, a thousand. It's enough at that time because only be rent, you're not doing anything. So when this guy told me, I'll give you a loan, what do you want to do? The first thing that came to my mind was, I'll buy a bouncing castle. Mimi, I've never been in a bouncing castle. <laughs> Live alone, kwanza Kwee Manage. A, you don't know in so a He hewa wapi. So he told me, So you want to buy the bouncing castle and the pump? And I'm like, What pump? And the guy's looking at me, Do you even know what you're getting yourself into? He said, So you have to buy the bouncing castle and the pump. So it's like, Niana, ni educate, and it's my proposal. <laughs> So he was, He told me, Pasha, are you serious? You don't even know what you're getting. I said, you know what? Honestly, it's my sister's idea. But I'm into it. And he told me, just because Unaka, you're so confident, and I don't know why, my heart, idea. you just look like a legit person. So I will give you my money. So we got the Bonsin castle. We send it to Mombasa. We send it to Mombasa. Oh, Bonsin castle asked me today, what was the color of that bouncing? I don't even know. <laughs> So, my sister sends it to Mombasa, and I'm like, ah, okay, Iko Mombasa, I inashida. So, what's the next project? We took a trampoline. Trampoline? Ah, sure, no problem, we took the trampoline. On the other hand, bouncing castle, we took a trampoline, 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 we a That I don't know how it went, as in, we took a That loan, half of the loan, I don't know. But it was going well, because every week they used to give us like a 5K. That's better. And tunajua uh, every week inafanya kazi. Inafanya kazi, infanyi kazi. They used to give us that money. So we get a trampoline. We say, you know what? Eat trampoline to kwanayo apa. Do you know how to put it together? Juminili then Trampoline inakudze mekilo kwa gari. It's a circle. You just need to get it out. Wekele and then people just start jumping and money is coming. So imekuja, I see rubber, I see some metal, some things and I'm like, ini? It's just like there's a trampoline. Okay, so what do we do? Took and some place they used to have chicken in, KFC. And Sunday of course, what we were after church they go there to customer, you know what, let's take a risk. Twenty two ye kwa parking lot here So we went to the parking, took a security took to na security ah, when building to nam at shonga I met ruhusa. And he was like, Do you have a license to work? Like Kanjoa Kikuja, what will you do? And the first thing that came to my mind, ne, kanjo vya ni na wananga Nairobi, wakiwakikimviza <laughs> watu. How do we start? Kutwani shayi kitumi nikasema tuwebe baivo, not one. So we pack it. We can't walk watu, mchoma jawa Willy. Ikafika maliz. My sister has, but then she had three, three kids. So we look <pack> what we na russia at at least <laughs> what we na coactive. Because you need to trampoline Ele, It's a decoration. I'm listening. I'm active. So I thought, I Mom, going to <laughs> <laughs> yani, It was so funny. I thought, Mom, you're going to choke. We're going to like, you're going I think we can start jumping. I think we can be attracted to We're going to Watu bado wako na ile utoto ndani yao but in my mind na joe it's impossible because it's an open place. E side barabara watu wanapita the other place watu wa mketi wanakula. But I said lojalini fashion you have to do it as in a times forget about the embarrassment we have fun. So I started jumping. The next minute kitu na like fly. I'm like ah oh, okay. Kwa ngalia trampoline it's <laughs> ni one of the strings I ya kushikilia hii na hii imetoka and i said you know what's called I give up. a As in, after a month or two, I started seeing someone putting a bouncing castle there. As in my idea, someone has already taken it Now, I make a biashara out of it. And so this person, he went through the right process, of course. He <laughs> approached my building. He proposed the that he can put the in castle there. So I said, you know what, I'll be aggressive. I to approach my building. I can that you have to rent the place for a month and he told me, you have to rent it for like, it was like 30K, I'm a 20K. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. But in my mind, I'm like, but sure you don't even have a thousand bob. I have a lot of money life. Poor soft life. But I told him, yeah, yeah, I will do it. Just give me one Sunday. I see how it goes. You cannot put the same thing that this person is putting. You have to put something different. Nika okay sawa so I told my sister to do something different so we found a bon sinking castle icon a slide so I told him it's different But we wanna wanna jump hakicho kwa anaanza kuslide so it only means different but at some point it wasn't for us mm-hmm. it didn't go well so kidogo kidogo I started selling clothes mini nikarudi to bank kila rafiki yangu nikaambia bon sinking castle yandivyenye ni kwa next but i need another loan and this guy was like, but she, you're not serious. You haven't even finished the other one. I told him, "E, believe you me, eat and have a vizuri. As in, I know it will work. I can just pay half of what is remaining, and then I'll, we'll see what I can do. So I paid half. He gave me another loan. Nika komba. Nika bail. If I can buy bail, amani namkasubui, nenda camera, which one will work for me. Mi, nimelele watika, as in, I don't know Nairobi that much. I I'll just take a bill. Or I, I cannot be able to do it every single day. And that mm-hmm. day, I remember when I kiti a kid, I was able to use one particular name. Hapo. I took the whole bill. I was posting, I was telling my friends about it before I bought it. And everyone was like, yeah, I don't know the bill. We'll come, we'll pay. The guy who was selling the bill to me, zile didn't know the easy. I didn't one week. I used to tell my mom, so, I jacket a like 250, I finished the bill, I have like a 100K. Mami amtaniweza. So I bought the bill, watch a bill. Ikuje. Me, I think I was fighting with every single person from Monyalieke, wakwa matatu yake, ikuje, to the last person who was standing in front of my boyfriend. I was like, "Ini, nini? Because I didn't bill. Me, I didn't know it's, it's like that. I had to have we and we some of them don't have buttons. Some of them do some different And I'm like, God. Mia. I swear I was so stressed. I am like, I am It's like two hundred and fifty pieces. I am going to had to Mind you, I'm staying with my in-laws. I don't have a stole. So nitazeka wapi? And then I had like a kid dog. Ilikuwa inakuja nalala hapo, inakojoleza coat, nikasema sasa hii ni madharao. This legit madharao like there's not respect even for my business. Ataisha jua, there's purchase apa pesa tu kubali pesa imeenda. So nikangangana nikasema either way, I'll just put my head up. I will tafuta a few uh jackets. If I have to sell them double to my budget, ni sawa nitauza. Whoever will buy, will buy. Because there are a few pieces. And by then, I think betting people are used to bet. I let me try my luck. So I started doing betting. I used to bet this one for seconds. Yenye, una bet 50 bobina kulete 1000. Una bet 50 bob kulete 200. So I started getting into that. So ile pesa ninalipo ya koti, I'm betting on this money. At times, you lose. At times, you lose. Something and this one wa- this one day nearly bet I started with two k nearly bet and it was like sixty k in my account and I'm like you know what um Yani I think is it be a me me I think I was born to just bet <laughs> <laughs> so I, say, I went nearly kuna kasimu kengineo kuna ukitoa ko inazima oki mto kisha katasimu kwa shatene hundred percent so I used to have this phone I used to ni socket. There's a comment that went by that time, and someone said, I'm sorry, They just sit down the whole day on their phones. They don't know bills. They don't even go to church. I think they are waiting for their church to be built. You know, there are some small, small comments that people say, "Una feel like, But because you are going through that thing. They're not maybe saying it in a bad way, but of course you'll feel some type of way. So nikasema, mepata, I'm going to buy myself a phone. That was my second phone I ever bought for myself. So I, bought, I went and bought a phone and I said, "You I think it's me I've tried everything. So nikasema, betting is my thing, and I'm not harming anyone. I'm, I'm not even leaving the house to go somewhere. So I used to be like, at night, my boyfriend is sleeping. I'm sleeping with my husband. I used to be like, I bet, I bet, I bet. So I used to be like, I I Because I'll focus on that. I went, I bought a phone. I paid some loan. I, I paid some amount of money. I paid some amount of And then, kidogo, kidogo, I think the stress was piling up. Pole pole. There's a day I got so sick. For the first time, I went to to the hospital and my mom when ali hosi ikafika bill time ya kulipa bill my junior nimekuwa mgonjwa so i have been rushed to hospital it wasn't even planned or anything so nienda hosi my mom comes someone asked her Do You mm-hmm. fika point ya kulipa bill and she said she was asked mom au na pesa top up and my mom was like i didn't even take anything i just came looking at her legs she was wearing one red slippers the other one was green <laughs> Akasamita I didn't take my wallet I didn't take any other simmoni bahati. but even in my pesa I don't have anything because I've never had Patricia, I've never had. So when they did some tests they found out my ulcers were reacting to some infection so the combination was getting worse and the fact that my mom didn't have enough money to pay for the bill I also didn't have but we managed to buy some a few medicines. And I said, you know what? I think it's time I do something. I remembered my sister was push, come to Dubai, come to Dubai. But uh, I was like, I have a life. I can't just, uh, we have a life planned with this person. We have a future. It's been almost four years, five years almost. We've been dating. We have a life. We've built a life. I'm staying with your parents, so it means there's something. So I can't just wake up and go. But I said, you know what? Let me try him. And see if he wants also to come with me to Dubai. So I talked to him. I'm like, I think we should just go to Dubai. We've tried everything. You've tried your music. You've done collabs with a celeb and he can't even promote your music. So let's just go to Dubai. Make money. Come back home. You can focus on your music. I can focus on my, I'm planning to open a hotel or a restaurant one day. But we just go, make money and come back because mine on sister system wana, wana ball and if you ask her for 3k she sends without kunga So I told him let's do some research and then we we can see what we can do. Ata we can go and stay together. So I I text my sister na Nataka kuja Dubai. But I was hesitant because like a week ago nkwa mawambia ni tumiedoo and nambia misti na pesa Nimesota, so I'm thinking if I tell her about Natakuja Kuja Dubai, she will spend more than 60K or 100K. Because she used to tell me, Ko Kuja, you'll spend 100K plus. So I said, let me just try. Nikam text, nikamwambia, I want to come to Dubai now. I think I'm ready. And it didn't take a week to process my visa, to get me a ticket. And they told me, so you'll be coming on this and this day. Mimi naka even niko like, wow, I think this is it. As in, siku it will be that fast. I thought she would tell me, wait two months, three months. But at that point, come rain, come sunshine. If he wants to come with me, fine. But he agreed. He said, Dubai. you talk to your family, I'll talk to my family. The mom was in for the idea. She was like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. You can go to Dubai. So we plan everything. I will come and all that. And that's, I think that was the last stroll for this relationship journey and all that. I come to Dubai, I excited. I was going and I going to Departure. Me na kasutketsa kangu moja. First of all, Sidju ni nafaka left, right. Sidju, everyone looks busy. People are having envelopes on their hand. Mimi sina seen anything, as in documents. Zangu zote zgonda niya suitcase. So he said, "Ah, let me get the envelope." Pakliesta taminika enikama i pianini naja wako nyelinienda. So he approached the security. Hi, said dia kwenye Dubai. Dubai ya Emirates. United Emirates. Sidju, what? Niko ah, Dubai. I said, Dubai It's a city, where are you going? I said, Dubai. As in, I'm Dubai. Because <laughs> i Dubai, that's a country. And I said, UAE. I yeah, I think. I'm going to Dubai, because I'm going to I Dubai ni the same night. I said, yeah. Nairobi, See si Kenya, Nairobi. So you're going to UAE, I yeah. So she told me, just follow this path. I think she was having a rough day. You may expect someone to go airport. With that unfair. So, me, I walk, I go, ni a check in, ni all that process. At that time, Rohangu ilkwina bigger. I'm like, did you make the right decision? As in, did you just leave home? At a kupati wa kazi na I used to fear, no na, ay, apana sesfa na kazi Rubi. As in, it took thicker. That's where I've been born and raised. So I love saying that they get to go to a different country. It was exciting, overwhelming. And then I remember my sister's son. So that day when I was leaving, he saw my suitcase and he stood there like in shock. He didn't even hug me. I hug na mamba. Daddy, come and hug me. He doesn't. He doesn't want to hug me. And then it started. It started going through my mind. I'm like, did I make the right decision? I've left this person back home, who I'm calling my boyfriend. Long distance relationship don't work. So should I go back? Amani and delay too. And then I said, let me just see. Let me try. Mind you, I'm coming. I'm not coming directly to start work. I'm coming to Tamak. So, me I come, mwa ya nyambia, uku wapi? Uh, so, tutanza kununua metro card, tutenda kununuwa, kutafta line, so, nda kuchukulia duu, kozi yonde kona tuwa risi, nini, nini, nini. And I'm like, where is she talking like that? Akiawa my wa maisha, she's talking like someone who's, ununawala watu ukienda kwa aunties wakona pesa, alafu, you check your family, how things are done. Yani, it was culture shock. So she comes, she picks me up, and I'm behind the flight. I'm like, yeah, it was fine. I mean, I can't it. was July, and the moment she saw me, she said, "Yani oto wame tuka Kenya washamba. Why you wearing a jacket? And I'm like, what? Why you wearing snake? I was wearing a jacket, and inside the airport, i am a metro. It's always the AC is always like high, mm. so kunabaredi. I can't even be asked you cho, you change and wear something free to kenya airport the moment we came out of the door me almost fainted the heat I I was like ah no I came back and she was laughing because she knows everyone who's coming to Dubai for the first time especially during that time summer they get that heat when I feel meaning is can come the Chan oven
0: Catch more African stories in the next episode of Legally Clueless. You have to love how Patricia just like weaves in humor <laughs> into her story. Honestly, the bit about the trampoline and like these things flying <laughs> and making her sister's kids just jump even when they're tired. It's like, keep going. We're running a business here. <laughs> oh my goodness. that That really got me. But I love how she just always has her eye on the bigger picture, that's something I'm taking out of her story. And honestly, from the stories we recorded in Dubai, one thing that, I don't know, just made me feel some type of way, broke my heart a little, is just how Kenya can break your spirit. And it's just, honestly, it's bad leadership. (laughs) It's, It's nothing difficult to fix. It's just we've constantly had selfish, bad leaders who don't center people, which is something to think about as we are inching closer to our general elections. I don't want to bore you with all that (laughs) because I can go on and on and on about the leadership we have versus the leadership we deserve, but Here's what you can expect in part two of Patricia's story that will be out next week in episode 163.
1: kutoka airport. The moment we came out of the door, me almost fainted. The heat. Mind you, Mimi's CV, I don't even know what the CV is saying. First of all, people lie on their CVs, like completely. He asked me, are you sure everything that is on this CV is legit? I'm like, yeah. And this guy told me, are you sure you are a waitress? Before you even enter the shop, they're like, no, 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 Africans covid happened so they told us we're going to give you like a two months unpaid leave and she's looking at me like what you got a job as who what kind of a job did you get i'm like it's a i'm going to be a maid and she's looking at me like are you serious i told my friends i'm going to work as a house help considering you're coming from a five star hotel so when i came to dubai i don't know why people have this perspective that if you're in dubai and you're making it and you're, they see you going out they see you oh you she's posted a photo she's in a restaurant people People have this perspective that you're dating an older man. She has someone. She's cheating on me. Someone who has money.
0: That's a bit of what's coming up in part two of Patricia's story next week in episode 163. Of course, our audio episodes, if this is your first time listening, go out every single Monday. If you want to share your story on Legally Clueless, you are more than welcome. I don't know why I sang that or that. (laughs) Anyway, um... (laughs) (laughs) all you have to do in the show notes is fill out the Google form. There's a form, just fill it out and I will get back to you. However, there are quite a few people who I got back to who seem not to check their emails. Come on, come on, come on. (laughs) Check your emails. Yeah, so just make sure when you fill out the form, you fill in an email address that you actually check so that we don't miss each other. And another thing, do not forget that this podcast plays on Trace Radio every Monday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. and 11 p.m. and Friday at 1 p.m. And that's, of course, if you're in Kenya. So if maybe you travel or you want to share this podcast with people who like to listen to radio the old school way, just go to traceradio.co.ke. There's a list of All of the frequencies dependent on where in Kenya you are and you can tune in and catch the podcast there. Thank you so much for listening to the very end. I wish you could see my face while I'm recording this. I had a late night shoot and it was like a concept shoot based on a particular Kenyan tribe. So dudes, I have a lot of things painted on my face. (laughs) It's probably going to take me like... An hour to just get everything off of my face. I think there's even like glue on my neck. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I I need to go. And hopefully by next week when I'm recording the next episode, (laughs) I'll be done cleaning my face. Because there's just so much on it. But I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast to the very end. And for all the warm energy that you sent my way. On our Instagram page, on my Instagram page, I do not take it for granted when you listen to a podcast episode and you can hear I'm in need of some good energy (laughs) and you send that my way, it's, I really don't take that for granted because it's already amazing that you're listening to the podcast, but when you go a step further and like connect with me or just share some good energy with me, it's, I do not want to cry. (laughs)